the farmer as he toiled in the row to tell me his secret for making things grow. I'll always remember that look in his eye as he studied God's acre and gave his reply. You reap what you sow, so you'd better plan wisely that the harvest may yield you a bounty of good. You get what you give, so give completely. And all your deeds will return as they should. I once asked the baker as he leavened his bread Why he went to such measure to make it the best Without hesitation, without missing a beat He put that bread in the oven and said these words to me You reap what you sow, so you'd better plan wisely That the harvest may yield you a bounty of good you get what you give, so give completely, and all your deeds will return as they should. That's Mara Levine with You Reap What You Sow from her forthcoming album. It's going to be entitled Facets of Folk. Mara Levine is our special guest on Folk Roots Radio at the Folk Music Ontario Conference. And I think, Mara, this is your first visit to Folk Music Ontario, isn't it? It is, absolutely. And it's really thrilling to be here. So thanks for having having me for the interview, too. Great to have you join us. You're going to sing a song live for us in a, in a few moments. But what I'd like to do first is to talk about the song we just played. Because one of the things about your music is that you, um, I think, uh, think of your folk music as... Uh, an interpretation of songs that you love. Is that a reasonable thing to say? Absolutely. I, I'm not a songwriter. And in the course of um, working with other musicians, listening to a lot of music, going to conferences, I have found songs that I think are absolutely wonderful. Um, I love to sing them, and I think that uh, they should be shared with the world. 
and You Reap What You Sow is one of those songs. I met the songwriter, her name is Susan Shan, at the Southeast Regional Folk Alliance Conference, a surfa conference a couple of years ago, and um, I took a couple of her CDs and listened, and this particular song really grabbed my attention. This song has such a positive message. I interpret it as doing the best that you can do and you'll reap the rewards or treating people kindly and with respect and then that will be returned in kind to you. In other words, do unto others. So I think it's a great positive message. It really applies for today. So when you're actually picking songs, I mean, it, it sounds like that you love to hear you know, people sing and play. And then if you hear that song that really speaks to you, that would be one that you would want to put on one of your albums? Uh, it, it happens, but it doesn't happen that often because I've listened to lots and lots of music, but it's only certain songs that when you hear them really, for me, that really strike or resonate with me. And I've put, so far I've recorded uh, um, several songs of my friends I did on the previous album, Jewels in Harmony. I recorded uh, Pat Wichter's song, I Will Walk With You, and Dan Schatz's song, Leave Time. On this coming album, I have Terry Kitchen, who I work with, his his song, A Perfect Rose. I have Susan Shan's You Reap What You Sow. So a good number of the songs are actually drawn from you know, the work of my friends because I've been exposed to it. And there's some real gems in there that I want to share with everyone. So let's turn the clock back and talk about your music. When we f- met up at the conference a few days ago, you did describe yourself as a little bit of a hippie as far as your folk music was concerned. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about how you got started in music. Well, um, I grew up in a household where my parents listened to folk music. Folk and classical was pretty much a staple in the house. And we used to listen to every Sunday religiously a program called Woody's Children that was hosted by Bob Sherman. And, um, you know, my father taped every show. And so that's what I was exposed to when I was young. And the first musical group I actually belonged to was the, was the Sweet Adelines in my mid-20s. But I was drawn back to folk and then I, from that point on, I've, I've been involved with different groups, either working as a side musician, singing harmony, or working in an ensemble, or, you know, fronting my own thing, joined by friends like Terry Kitchen and Gathering Time. Well, interesting that you mentioned Gathering Time, because we do have them sitting in the room with us. They're going to accompany you on a live song in a few moments. But can, can you talk about the importance of finding the right people to, to, to make music with? Absolutely. It's... It's really been, I think, the most important thing for me, finding musical partners who, first of all, are interested in doing the same kind of music. Even though Gathering Time writes original music, they also are pretty firmly rooted in doing music from the folk era, doing some traditional music, putting their own stamp. And also, I'm very, very... um, What my passion is a lot of times involves arranging multi-part harmony not just me going out and singing solo, but I like to have these multi-layered arrangements and finding partners like Gathering Time who are able to reproduce those arrangements in a live performance. That's a really rare thing. And also people that are as, as easy to work with. Um, as I said, I go out with other partners, but sometimes as a duo, so it's myself and one other person. And occasionally I'll put together another group. Sometimes I have a group called Celestial Harmonies, which has some other musicians and other instrumentation but to have people who can really nail, I mean, really nail those arrangements is a special thing. Well, we have gathering time in the room. They are Stuart Marcus, Hilary Fox song, and Jerry McEveney. They're going to accompany you on a live song. What are we going to hear? We're going to hear a song called Your Daughters and Your Sons, which is written by Tommy Sands. And um, 
A number of the songs on my album, Facets of Folk, have themes of social conscience. And I think it kind of reflects what's been happening in the U.S. political environment today. So Your Daughters and Your Sons is a, an anthem. It pays homage to every person who struggled in every culture under the burdens of oppression. And they themselves never saw the, their personal freedoms, but their children saw the freedoms of, of their labors. This is Mara Levine with Gathering Time, live for Folk Roots Radio at the Folk Music Ontario Conference. And this is her version of Tommy Sands, Your Daughters and Your Sons. They couldn't stop you dreaming And a victory you won For you sowed the seeds of freedom In your daughters and your sons In your daughters and your sons Your daughters and your sons You sowed the seeds of freedom In your daughters and your sons Your weary smile proudly hides the chain marks on your hands as you bravely strive to realize the rights of everyone and though your body's bent and low a victory you won for you sowed the seeds of justice in your daughters and your sons in your daughters and your sons your daughters and your sons you sowed the seeds of justice in your daughters and your sons Your sons, in your daughters and your sons, 
That's Mara Levine with Gathering Time, live for Folk Roots Radio at the Folk Music Ontario Conference. That is Mara's version of Tommy Sands, Your Daughters and Your Sons, a fabulous song. I actually love that. Uh, Thank you. You mentioned before how important it was to find the right people to play with. Now, at this conference, Gathering Time, and you've been spending time with them in the private showcases, and I think sometimes they back up you and then you sometimes harmonize with them. Is that right? Yeah, occasionally I do um, join them, and we did record a song together called Too Far to Turn Back Now where they asked me to join them in the studio. Primarily, when we do shows together, there are occasions when I'll, you know, have interest from someone, I had interest from someone to have, have me go out and tour in Europe, play in Europe, and I ask them, would you guys like to go to to Europe to tour or to Colorado or wherever someone might be interested? And if they're interested in coming out, it's great because I have the most fabulous band to work with as partners, and they have an opportunity to come out and play somewhere because I've been fortunate to be able to go to a lot of the conferences that they haven't been able to attend and meet people. And so it's wonderful to be able to, when someone says to me, well, who who can you come with? And I can say, well, I can come with gathering time, you know, and there's like, yeah, sure, that'd be great. So it's been wonderful for me, you know, as well as I think for them, hopefully, to have these opportunities to go out and do this fun stuff together. Can we talk about your live show? I mean, what is a typical Mara Levine live show like? Well, if I go um, out with gathering time, the live show is almost very faithful reproductions of multi-part harmony arrangements that are on my recordings. If I go out uh, as a duo with another artist, then it'll be two-part harmony with my songs and their songs. And um, occasionally I'll go out solo, and I don't play an instrument, so I've had backing tracks created from my recordings and then other some other popular folk music where I can go out and do a solo show using backing tracks, and then I have the full harmony uh, sound. Since I don't play an instrument, I don't, you know, have the ability to just go out with myself. Occasionally, I'll hire a guitarist and go out solo if the venue wants that. Folk music is very much the the music of the people. I mean, that that's really what it is. It, you mentioned social conscience and you know how important it is to uh, to bring those songs forward. When people come to a show, do you think it's really, from your point of view, it's important not just to connect with the audience, but to see if uh, perhaps there's something that they may take away from the show that may enrich their own lives? You know, that that may or may not be the specific goal of a particular performance, but I find that bringing these songs of social conscience to these shows has, it it feels to me like it's brought another level of connection with the audience. I think that these topical songs are really striking a nerve, especially in the U.S. with what's happening in our in our political environment with the current president, with a lot of his policies. And so singing the songs of social conscience, like Your Daughters and Your Sons and By My Silence by Ellen Buxtell and Nick Annis, are there to, I don't know, maybe jog people's conscience that they can't sit idly by while certain things are happening, you know? It's interesting you bring up that song because that's the song we're going to finish with today. Before we get there, though, I wanted to give you a chance just to talk about how people can learn more about your music. My website is www.maralevine.com, M-A-R-A-L-E-V-I-N-E, maralevine.com. I try to keep my current show schedule up there as well as some other things that are happening. And certainly people can reach me by email if they like it at marablevine at gmail.com. I'm also a jewelry designer and I do a lot of a lot of jewelry shows around the holidays. I try to put that up in my calendar. If people are interested, they can contact me about that too. 
You mentioned uh, NERFA, the Northeast Region Folk Alliance, and SURFA, the Southeast Regional Folk Alliance. You obviously have had lots of opportunity to go to conferences in the U.S. I'm curious as to how you see Folk Music Ontario compared to the U.S. conferences. Well, we just really arrived yesterday afternoon, and we haven't, you know, had a lot of time to absorb the conference. I mean, structurally, it looks similar in terms of having late-night showcases, having sponsored showcases, having some jam activity. I mean, my understanding is it's a little bit more laid back, you know, uh, than maybe the Northeast Regional Conference. But I think we're still kind of learning. We're still feeling our way around the conference, and we have... We have a gig tonight and something tomorrow, so it's we can't even kind of stay to absorb the full thing, you know. Well, it's been great to have you join us. You mentioned By My Silence. We're going to finish with that song. That's another song that Gathering Time support you on. Tell us a little bit about that song and why you wanted to put it onto your new album. This song is a song that I heard several years back. It's written by Ellen Buxtell and Nick Annis. They're from Florida. And... I, I have sung it from time to time with my another partner. Her name is Caroline Catronio um, in live settings. After Charlottesville, the events of Charlottesville last year with the, you know, the alt-right demonstrators and people on the alt-right feeling empowered to not only express their views but act on them under, under the current administration, Stuart Marcus approached me from Gathering Time about doing a joint production on a double single that we put out with, with this song, um, by my silence and too far to turn back now, and I was you know working on the song for my upcoming album, but I thought this was really appropriate and we should do that right away and get it out. So that came out in September as a double single. By my silence is about is written from the perspective of someone who kept a silence or a fearful silence during the Holocaust and the repercussions of that, and it's based on the the speakings of the Reverend Martin Niemöller, who was a Protestant minister. Um, in Nazi Germany, who at first tried to counsel Hitler, and that didn't, of course, make any difference. And ultimately, when he started speaking out, he was imprisoned, and for eight years he was in more than one concentration camp. In fact, when we were touring in Germany together in the spring, gathering time, went to Dachau and saw his cell where he was kept. So Ellen read about his, you know, what he spoke about after coming out was about being a silent bystander, and people asked him the question, well, how, how did you, a Christian minister, you are a citizen, wind up in a concentration camp? And his famous words were, well, first they came for the communists, and I, I was not a communist, so I didn't speak out. And then they came for the socialists, but I, I was not a socialist. And then they came for the Jews, and there was no one left when they came for me to speak out for me. So that's the basis of this song. And it's a really powerful, powerful message. And, um, of course, you know, I've collaborated with Gathering Time on four songs on my previous album and uh, plan to involve them in a number of songs. And this was one of the ones, but we were really, you know, I was very fortunate to have them do this one with me. And then they included me on Too Far to Turn Back Now. Very powerful words to wrap up this interview. Mara Levine, it's been a great pleasure to have you join us, not just on Folk Roots Radio, but in Canada for Folk Music Ontario. This is Mara Levine with Gathering Time and By My Silence from her new album, Facets of Folk. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio at the Folk Music Ontario Conference, and I'm Jan Hall.
I'm not a communist, so when they came for the communists, I held my tongue. Minded my own business like a good neighbor, I trusted that justice was done. I didn't ask what was their crime, it was their sadness, wasn't mine. I didn't care where they were sent. By my silence, I gave my consent. By my silence, I gave my consent. I am not Jewish, and so when they came for the Jews, I had nothing to say. Branded with stars like cattle in boxcars, and then taken away. I didn't ask what was their crime, it was their sadness, wasn't mine. I didn't care where they were sent. By my silence, I gave my consent. By my silence, I gave my consent. I didn't care when they came for the unionists, came for the socialists, took the powerless. I'm not a terrorist. I'm not an immigrant, I'm native-born, faithfully ignorant. I didn't care what was their crime, till their sorrow turned into mine. Their sorrow turned into mine. was okay, I was a citizen, and I was free, I didn't care, now there's nobody there, no one to speak out for me. At the time I believed it never would happen to me, I didn't know silence to give my consent for my silence to be my consent by my silence give my consent